Welcome to the Self-Esteem and Confidence Mindset with me, Johnny Pardo. Do you want to feel more successful in life? Well, if you're like most human beings, your answer is probably yes. So today I'm going to go through three important areas to look at in order to increase your likelihood of success. Now, this came to me the other night when I was sleeping, not sort of sleeping, I was, I was kind of like drifting off to Syncuition, which is my meditation sort of drift off um, app that I listen to. I was kind of nice and relaxed and drifting off. But anyway, then I had a thought and I realised this formula I'd been using in my life to really, really increase my likelihood of success. And that's what I'm going to share with you today. Because I like to share, obviously, things that I realise. Um, sharing is caring. And you also, when you share, you learn more yourself. And I was reflecting this formula, which, of course, I'm going to go into in a minute, for when I've been successful with areas of my life, like my podcast or writing my books. But then also when I've not been so successful in things like when my diet had gone off a little bit, my nutrition wasn't as good, or perhaps when I was going out and drinking too much. Now, before I go into the formula, I wanted to point out the biggest mistake I've made in the past and I see people make. And the belief is to be successful, you need a real degree of willpower and hard work. No, no. Willpower is not sustainable. Now, obviously, you've got to work for things. That's true to an element. But you've got to be smart as well. That's what I'm going to go into, how you can be smarter with the formula. Willpower is not sustainable. Let's use a couple of silly examples because it is silly how you try and rely on willpower to do things. So say, for example, I want to hold the plank, which is, an if you don't want to know what it is, just, just, just Google it. But it's basically an exercise where you hold, you're on your forearms and it's really working your arms, your core. For, for a period of time. Now, the world record's incredible. It's like eight hours or something mental. Now, I've held it for, the longest I've ever held it is like five minutes. And that's pretty good, just to give you an idea. It's not like this episode isn't, Johnny can do the plank for like five minutes. I One, I probably do about three minutes right now uh, at a push. But yeah, I, I, you know, the best I've done five minutes. Now, if I try to, if I said I wanted to do the plank for an hour, <laughs> with all the willpower in the world right now, I would not do it. My body would just not, couldn't deal with it. You know, I could mentally be like, oh, I did I'll do this, but then my body would stop from exhaustion because it's not trained. Now, I'm a vegan, This, but this is a second example. The vegan doesn't relate to what I just talked about. But this is an example. Say I want to, I think, wow, I'm really brave. I'm going to have a fight with some bears and see who wins. I'm going to battle three bears. With all the willpower in the world, I am not, one, winning that fight, and two, probably 99% chance I'm probably going to die, basically. If I fight the will, if I fight the bears, willpower doesn't sustain. Now those two examples are crazy, but people's idea of using willpower is also crazy. It just doesn't sustain 
for, for the majority of things and it's not sustainable for the long term. Okay. <laughs> you know, I might be able to short, short term, you know, for about a short period, you know, run away from the bears or the plank, I might be able to hold it for a short amount of time, but it's not going to last that willpower. And it's the same with life. You know, we, we can force ourselves to get up early now and then and, you know, and make and force ourselves to eat well for a certain period of time. But actually for it to be sustainable, we need to be smart about what our body's capable of and what we can actually do as a result. Okay, so let's get into this form now before we go into any more crazy examples. So the first thing to look at is your outcome. And what do I mean by that? Be very clear and specific on what you want to achieve in order to be successful. What do you want specifically? Not this rubbish of, I want to lose weight, I want some more money. That is not a goal. That is just vague, wishful thinking. When do I want to achieve it? And why do I want to achieve it? And you can use a SMART acronym if you, if you, if you want as well. And if you don't know what that is, it stands for specific, specific sorry, catching my, uh, <laughs> got something on my throat. Specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-bound. That's a great way of setting a goal, being really clear on what you want so that you specifically have a target to aim for. Now, a lot of people don't do this. But as you're listening to this, I know you are going to or you already do. OK. But there's two other parts of this formula, obviously, that I'm uh, going to go into. So we get clear on what we want. OK, you get clear on what you want. The second part is action versus versus activity. OK, you need both. But what's the difference? So if you get very clear on what you want and we're going to use the example of losing some weight here, you've got more clear. You're like, I want to lose a stone in six weeks, whatever, um, you know, how realistic that is for you or someone else, you know, I don't know, I'm not here to judge, but we're just using that example. And you set, you know, you set yourself this goal and that's fantastic. Okay, you're, you're clear and the, and the why is like, I want to have more energy to be around my spouse or my kids. I want to feel my best. I want to have I don't want to be, you know, struggling to get in my clothes and, you know, because that really makes me feel bad and I want to feel great within my own skin. Fantastic. You've got a clear emotional why. But then what the app, you don't take any actions or have any activities. Well, well, things aren't going to change. So what's an action? An action is something you do like one off. So booking yourself in for a gym induction to get a gym membership or booking yourself a personal trainer or booking yourself a nutritionist. And I've done nutritionists and, you know, I've, I've done work with nutritionists and it's really, really helped me understand what my sensitivities are and some of my deficiencies are. So that's a really, really key thing to obviously get in if you're ever looking at diet and because our diet can impact us more than we think. Uh, if you listen to my recent example in uh, brain health, you, you know that as well, talking to Fallon. OK, so your actions can be like one off things. Now. If you want, for example, to lose weight, an action of going to the gym is not going to get you that result. The activity of going to the gym a few times a week or running a few times a week or working out at home a few times a week is going to get you the result. An activity are things you do over and over again. These are habits, basically. 
doing things over and over again. So being really clear on what are the actions and the activities to hit your target that you need to do. And then we get on to the third point. Now, what's the third point? The third point, you, so the first two can make you very successful, can increase your chances of success a lot, and lots of people skip these. But this third point can also, if you're not doing this, this could also halt your chances of success. And this is systems and environment. And what do I mean by this? This means setting yourself up to win. There's a great book called Willpower Doesn't Work. And there's also a great book called Atomic Habits that I've, I've mentioned previously. But it's one of my favorite books. And these are amazing books because they really talk about why willpower is not sustainable. Why you've got to be smart in your systems and your environment in order to win. So what am I talking about? So I, I'm going to use an example of a friend of mine. A friend of mine managed, I, I am not a personal trainer, right? I've never been a personal trainer. I have no qualifications or a nutritionist. Now, I do know quite a lot about brain health um, because I've, I've sort of been licensed in that. And that, that's key to how you feel. But I'm not a licensed um, personal trainer or nutritionist or anything like that. OK. But I managed to help someone lose I think it was in the end about three stone. <laughs> and that was from me explaining to him the importance of his environment and his systems. And I wasn't even that conscious to what I'm talking about now then. But I realized, you know, you do a lot of things and you sometimes realize later why you're successful in either helping yourself or helping someone else, as I'm talking about here. So what I told this individual I was working with he was you know he was going to the gym and stuff but he wasn't logging what he was eating and also he had some bad things in his own home in his own flat so I talked to him about this app I was being I was pretty healthy then and I told him like this app's going to track you alert you what you're eating and he started logging everything and he had a system for clearly logging what he was eating and that therefore made him more conscious and he had a system that alerted him how much he could eat. Now, that consciousness to him made him more aware on therefore what I, he could eat. And he therefore started to take things out that, there were, that were exceeding that limit. Now, you might be thinking, OK, like uh, this was my fitness pal, I think, which is a great app. And um, I'm not obviously an affiliate for them or anything. This is just. Uh, a mention of, of that great app. Now, one thing that made a big difference was taking any kind of temptations out of his home. Not temptations as in the, the chocolate. I think there's chocolates called temptations. But anyway, these were things like crisps or bad food that were in his home. And he was like, oh, I was doing so well. Then, you know, I had all these, I had all these crisps. I'm like, why are they in your home? Uh, just in case I get hungry and I went, right, if you get, if you want to treat yourself at weekends, that's fine. Cause we all need a treat, right? But, or whenever you want to treat yourself, but if they're lying there all the time, you're going to be tempted. You could, willpower is not going to be sustainable for that. And therefore he took that out of his environment. And I'll start to think about this in my own life. So what I started to do recently is like many, many human beings, we get distracted by our phones. Now, 
it's coming up to midday as I'm recording this, and I haven't looked at my social media today. Now, this used to be a big problem for me, especially as an entrepreneur. You can easily, easily get tempted into looking into your phone. So what I've done, and I'll explain this, <laughs> you know, because when you first hear this, you think, well, that's going to waste a bit of time. Wait, wait, wait for it. Is I delete all my social media apps, my WhatsApp, and log out of my email on my phone, and I even do it on my laptop as well. Then you think, Johnny, what happens when you want to access those things? Okay. Well, what I do after like midday, after I've done the most important task, is I'll log back into them and download them again. You think, well, that's going to take you like five minutes. Well, it's five minutes. That you know, that's not a massive amount of time in the scheme of things. But I guarantee you, there is a lot more than five minutes wasted by me getting distracted by those things. If I didn't, if I did have them on my phone, okay. So that's an example of setting a system up so therefore I don't get distracted. I'm always looking at systems like how can I cut my internet off? How can I cut my electronics off at a certain point so I get to bed? If we try and get our, our brain gets exhausted when it has too much load and it wants to consume energy, so therefore set yourself up to win. And this also includes the people in your life as well. If you're surrounding yourself with people who bring you down and you don't feel so good and they don't have ambitions, then that's going to drag you into it. But if you have these uplifting, exciting people, ambitious people in your life you hang out with, whether it's online or offline, you are going to feel the same. As human beings, we have a need to adapt to our surrounding environments. So therefore, setting yourself up to win. So that's the third one I want to make, point I want to make systems and environment and make sure they are aligned to support your actions and activities and to support your outcome. As I said previously, and I've talked about previously, if you prepare, to, well, if you don't, if you fail to prepare, prepare to fail. Okay. So make sure you're very clear on what you want. You've got the right actions and activities listed and you've got systems and environments that support you in order to what you want, because willpower does not work. I've been there. I've been there and be like, right, okay, I'm going to have social media. I'm not going to go on social media until 12. And it's like on my laptop, on my phone, I'm like, not going to go it, not going to go on it. And then because of habit, I will still go on social media or WhatsApp. Even if I put screen time on it, all I've got to do is click on it and say, ignore today. So but deleting them, and having to go in to get my get my passwords out and everything is that extra step It'll, that's going to block me from doing that. So what are you going to do? What are you going to implement from today that's really going to help you set yourself up for success? So that's my episode for today. Thank you so much for listening. And if you've appreciated this, please share this with friends and family and give this a rating on Apple Podcasts so we can reach more people. Thank you so much if you've done so already. I appreciate you and keep building that self-confidence every single day.